since I was a kid. Oh yeah. I was big league dream. I was big league dream. For as long as I live. Always. I'm big league dream. I never got to bat in the major leagues. I'd have liked to have that chance just once. To stare down a big league pitcher. Make him think you know something he does. Chance to squint at a sky so blue that it hurts your eyes just to look at. To feel the tingle in your arm as you connect with the ball. To run the bases. Start your double into a triple. And flop face first. Wrap your arms around the bag. That's my wish for Kinsella. Welcome everyone to Big League Dreaming, the podcast. John Gonzalez here. Can't wait for you to uh, join us for today's show. I am the dad. And of course, if you know a little bit about the show, I have three sons, Zach, Ty, and Zane. Zach is the oldest. Ty is the middle. And Zane is the youngest, and he's the one still coaching baseball. But Zach, the oldest, is joining us today on the podcast. Zach, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. I'm here, ready to rock. <laughs> awesome. Zach is based in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Zach's doing a little baseball, though, work, even though he's in the college financial world these days, college financial aid. Zach's uh, doing a little bit of work with the AAA affiliate of the uh, Chicago White Sox, the Charlotte Knights. How are things going for the Knights there, Zach? Uh, as a whole, the team isn't doing that great, but they've had a lot of guys get called up, and the White Sox are in first place. Got a lot of former Charlotte Knights on that team, so they're they're pretty much loaded right now at the big league club. They've graduated a lot of guys. That's why their minor league team aren't doing the best, but um, it's fun to see the guys get called up and make debuts and things like that. Well, it's good to have you on the podcast. It's been a little bit of a while. Well, I'll tell you what, this show is about big league dreaming. It is about those that uh, have aspirations, whether they're in AAA to get to the major league level or in AA, single A, high school, uh, college, or at this time of the world, the Little League World Series, those that are 12 years old and joining us, we've been following the journey of Taylor North Little League in Taylor, Michigan. And joining us on this show is the head coach, assistant coach, and one of the star players. Guys, how's it going in Williamsport, Pennsylvania? Hello, everyone. Doing good. Doing good. Doing well. Uh, enjoyed today, obviously, and uh, great feeling. Uh, a great feeling, doing well. Uh, obviously, uh, <laughs> is an understatement. Your team is off to a 2-0 start. Uh, impressive win today. We'll talk about the, the game as it unfolded because it was one of the more, most dramatic uh, games of this year's Little League World Series. Um, Zach, have you been able to catch some of, uh, some of the games? I know that you're busy with your hands full of school getting started. Have you caught some of the Little League World Series games? Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't been able to catch much. We, we did have one game on in the background when I was working at the Knights ball, at the ballpark. Um, I, I really wanted to catch y'all's game today. I know it was during the day, so I didn't really get to follow it. I'd pull it up at one point, and they were, they were down 2 nothing. I don't want to spoil it. The next thing I know, I got a final on my phone and was like, what happened? So I'm really interested to hear how it went down because I have no clue. Uh, no, no, that's, that's great. This is awesome. I'll tell you what, um, coaches and, and, and Cam, this is interesting because uh, it's, it's fun to hear. I'm, I'm just noticing it right now by watching all these games on ESPN is the major leaguers that, that love the Little League World Series, right? You guys got tr uh, treated to that game uh, last night. Um, what's it, what's the atmosphere been like before we get to the game recap with Zach? Yeah, it um it was actually a pr pretty cool experience there. You know, we were actually upset yesterday, you know, <laughs> that the game was canceled. Uh, you know, we we prepare ourselves for our games and our pitching, and obviously this experience is absolutely wonderful, and we want the kids to enjoy everything. We want them to enjoy the MLB game, but 
I think myself, I kind of took a little bit of a selfish approach where I was like, I really wanted to play that game yesterday because we had our pitching lined up. And, you know, that's another day's rest where other people get their pitching back and stuff yeah. like that. Just kind of a, a strategy thing. But as I calmed down a little bit <laughs> and went to the game, it was an awesome experience for the boys, you know, being right on top of that field. And I don't even know how many fans that hold, that holds there, but it can't be but a couple hundred, maybe 800. Uh, yeah, it was under a thousand. Yeah. yeah. So you're right on that field with these guys and autographs and baseballs and that experience is in the interaction is they're literally, you know, three, five feet away and you hear them talking and it's awesome. It was a great experience for the boys. I know that they had a good time. Us coaches had a good time too. So Kim, what about you? Did you, uh, did you have a good time? Did you uh, get some people coming up to you asking for your autograph? <laughs> no, no, but I asked uh, two Indian players for yeah. their autographs. But we had to leave early, so we couldn't really get any more. Inclement weather. We had to leave in. early because weather was coming in. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Uh -uh. Top, top. We left, bottom. we left after the final out of the bottom of the eighth. Right, 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 right. No, it's uh, – yeah, it was, it was something else. Well, let's, let's talk about today's game because not only is Zach there watching you in Charlotte, North Carolina, but the whole country is watching – every game and your team this year boy rick weather delays right i mean you go through a two-hour weather delay uh was it game one was it you, you yeah. go through the the waiting of you know two two and a half hours um the day before yesterday you know and then you get your game canceled or postponed until today today's game i mean you're you like zach was just saying you come out and you give them two runs in the top of the first inning and i could just see that look on your face i tweeted a photo today of you just kind of like a disgust going like, are you kidding me? Because they were cutting to commercial and you could see the umpire motioning to you that, hey, we're, we're stopping this. And you're looking at your face like, we just gave up two runs. We, yeah. we, our guys want to hit. No, you can't do this to us. Oh, yeah. When you're like, and I said, we're chomping at the bits. You know what I'm saying? Like our kids, and even with the rain here on two of our off days, we weren't allowed to practice on the field. So we had to just go into the cages and myself and coach Guido felt like we had a really good cage day today with the kids hitting and they were, they were just ready to go and we wanted them to see live pitching. And, you know, when you give up two runs uh, in the first inning, the, you know, the first thing you want to do is get your kids in that batter's box and, and, and try to get those runs back and, and stop that momentum from happening. And then the weather hit. And that was my thing where it was kind of like, oh, we actually have to go the next three and a half, possibly four hours down to nothing, <laughs> you right. know? So it's kind of a mental thing and a momentum thing for sure. It's just frustrating. It becomes very difficult on that aspect. We can control what pitches we call when to steal a base, but rain, it shuts everything down. And they had all that momentum. They had just played it two against a team that has not given up many runs in the entire run of this. And, uh, you know, our boys go in have to sit for three and a half hours after witnessing that and not being able to do it, you know, go back and push back. It was like, ah. Oh, Cam, Cam, what did you guys, what did you guys do in that rain delay? I mean, obviously you're frustrated. Do you want to play? But it's mother nature. There's nothing you can do about it. What did you guys do to, to pass the time? Uh, we just, I mean, we just sat there on the bench for most of the time. But, I mean, we played catch in the bullpen for a little bit. And then we got a little bit of food in the middle of it. So we got to eat a little bit. Yeah. But we kind of just sat there however long it was <laughs> a, a long time death. time means nothing <laughs> Zach is isn't that just the most frustrating thing right I mean not only for coaches because you've coached a little bit as well but for players I mean when you're when you just want to play the game yeah I mean you're sitting there in the dugout and you're trying to think of what little games can we play as a as a team you know like 
the the name game, destination, you name it, any anything. Coaches are wrapping off random trivia, like, hey, did you know this and this happened? Just trying to keep your mind focused on baseball a little bit um, so that, you know, you don't get – your mind doesn't escape too far away from what you came there to do. Um, it, it's hard, but it can also kill rallies. I mean, when a team puts up two runs and then you have them sit on the bench for three hours, now they have to try and get their momentum back. So it can be a good equalizer as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we should, uh, Coach Rick, we should uh, tell Zach what happens next. Your team goes down, the team from Michigan goes down 4 nothing to the team from Texas, which is a good team. I mean, this is a very good team. They're getting a lot mm-hmm. of press because of their catcher being uh, uh, a, a, a girl, and, um, which, is, which is cool. I mean, she's, she's a good story in herself, right? And um, you guys are battling. You go down four nothing set up what happened next for us oh we actually we went down five nothing oh, five nothing yes you're right yeah we were down five nothing and then um you know it was first and third with two outs and uh gavin Eulin was up coach's son gavin was up and and uh and i just remember thinking to myself like gavin knows how to work work at bats gavin likes to hit the ball hard but he also knows how to work at bats and, and gavin knew that like you know, Cameron's on deck. If he can get the bases loaded, you know, Cameron's come through for us quite a bit this year and he's due for a home run right now. And and I think that was in Gavin's mind was like, I get on first base and he drew a walk and loaded the bases. And then Cameron went 2-0. And I, I, I thought for a second that they were going to walk him just to walk a run in and not pitch to him, uh, which the coach ended up saying after the game, he told me that, that he considered putting him on and walking in a run instead of pitching to him. Um, and then they, they threw a 2-0, I think, fastball right down the pipe. And, did. and Cameron just – he just let it go. He had a, an absolute – Home run? Uh, yeah, grand slam. No way. Yeah, grand Oh, slam. my gosh. Were y'all going nuts? Yeah, it's uh, – I haven't had a chance yet, but my wife said uh, it's, it's, it's breaking the internet right now, so that's pretty cool. I haven't got on there yet. I've been on Twitter a little bit, but I have to go on there and, and look at some things. And – it uh, it was a great experience, and everybody went crazy, and the team went crazy, and that was just. What inning did that? What inning did that happen? In the fourth, I think. Uh, maybe third, the third, maybe third the third. Yeah, bottom of the third. Okay. And it stayed like that way in the fourth, and then in the fifth inning, we ended up having second and third with nobody out. We had Serma lead off at a base hit. Well, because before before you get to that inning, because that's I got some questions about that as well. Let's ask, let's ask uh, Cam here. I mean, you get bases loaded, right? Uh, your team is down five to nothing. There's two outs. I mean, the pressure is on you, right? And you have Jessica Mendoza on ESPN making these comparisons to you, talking about your swing. I mean, you know, your head must be swimming with a lot of things. What's going through your head when you walk up to the plate that, that inning? Uh, I, I knew we needed something big, and we didn't need just, like, one run. We needed a lot because we were down – by a pretty good amount. So I was just sitting fastball and waiting until he threw me a good pitch, and I was just waiting for it, and I just and hit it out. And when you hit it, did you did you know it was gone? At, at first I didn't, but then the right fielder just, like, looked up at it, so then I knew it was gone. What a feeling. I mean, how do you – how can you describe what that feels like circling the bases? It, it, felt, it felt really good, especially since it's my first home run in the Little League World Series, and for it to be a grand slam, it – Felt pretty good. It felt pretty good, yeah. Well, big league dreaming is about that. I mean, I can't I, – I thought of you when you're circling the bases and your dad, of course, and everybody, the whole team going crazy. I thought, 
well, this is like every kid's dream, right? To be in the Little League World Series, to be in that spotlight, to get a chance to get your team there. But you're still down five to four, Coach Rick. So set Zach up and everyone else listening to what happens next. Um, so we end up going into the, I think, the bottom of the fifth inning here, down five four. Jackson Serma come up. Jackson Serma has been one of our, our best hitters throughout the entire season. He's just been the highlight of everything. Um, he bats behind Cam. Um, and just to keep, up, stop you right there one more time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to keep stopping you here, but, okay. but, but Gavin, what a gutsy kid, Coach. Oh. Co- Coach Guido, I mean, this kid, I mean, if he doesn't, if he doesn't pitch that gutsy four and a third, right, and, and just come up there and, and he, this kid is lights out. He, he's pitching with confidence. I mean, he, he owns the mound, right? And if he doesn't Gavin, do that, it doesn't give you a chance. He's different than me. I, I used to run from – and Rick could tell you, I, I used to run from any question spotlight. You want me to perform, wear him <laughs> out. Gavin runs to it and ask Rick. He'll go to him, and he, he, he's just that kid. Yeah, Gavin's one of those kids that, I mean, always would just be like – and he's serious, too. It's not, you know, joking around. He'll just come up to me and be like, hey, I just want to uh, let you know that uh, if you need me, I'm ready today. <laughs> And, like, and he says it to me all the time, and he's serious. Like, he's not trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, it's just saying that he, he needs it. So, you know, we had a plan going into this that yeah. we were, we were going to go Jackson Sermon, that we were going to go to Gavin after that. And then, you know, uh, Cameron hasn't pitched in a couple months, and he's working back getting bullpen. So we knew that we had him him there. And we went with Gavin, and uh, he was just – Yeah. Like, he, he, down. He, he was working. I mean, the, the fire in this kid, there's there's nothing like it, man. To have a kid on – if you could have a, a – a, Team of eleven Gavins, man. You do a lot of winning and a lot of TV time. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no yeah, kidding. All right, so let's get back to this fifth inning. You, you, uh, it's bottom of the fifth inning, and uh, Surma gets on base. Yeah, Surma gets on base with a base hit, which is a really good at bat. He had, uh, I think he had two strikeouts before that, and uh, on outside pitches, so they were kind of stay outside. And I was trying to talk to him about going the other way with it. Um, and then he had thrown a changeup that he pulled for a base hit. I, I want to say it was a O two pitch or maybe a one two pitch even. Um, that he got the the hit on there, which kind of sparked it, and then Furcus comes up and hits a double into the gap. Um, so we got. So now you second. have runners at second and third with no outs. Second, third, no outs. I have Jackson Shufelt, which the last couple of times he's come, but the kid can swing a good bat. He's one of our smaller kids. He's the only 11 year old on our team, but he handles the bat pretty good as far as a bunt. Um, I did have him bunt earlier in the game, and he didn't get it far enough to the right where the pitcher fielded it and threw the kid out at second. So. I was thinking, I don't want to take any chances because they were playing in shallow anyway. I didn't, you know, you don't get lead off, so you can't get a good break. You know, it's, you got to wait till the ball's bunted. So I just uh, let him swing away. They brought a new pitcher and let him swing away. And he had a ground ball between short and third, I think it was, to where I kind of, and I kind of waited to tell Surma, who was at third, like when I felt that the third baseman was committed to making that play at first is when I had Jackson break. So as soon as I seen him commit to that, I mean, he could have did a pump fake. And and if he did a pump fake, Summer would have been able to get back into third without an issue. So once that kid did, Summer made a great break for that. And they threw the kid out at first, tried to come home to get him. He was going to be safe either way. Throw was high, got away. Low. Or, yeah, low and bounced over the catcher. Fergus, who was at second, was running hard. Once he seen Summer break, he started coming to third and just didn't skip a beat and kept going. And, once that ball got past the catcher, Furcus scored two. So we ended up scoring two runs on that ground ball to third base. No way. And that's how we uh, that's how we ended up winning the With game. With nobody out, he's about to go home on that? What yep. a guy. Yep. <laughs> that was the winning run. Yep. Yeah, this is Zach where I think it's just amazing as a coach is that is that 
that's a that's a boom boom play and and you've got to be in good communication with your runners at all time right and you you've got to be on the same page i noticed that coach like you said you didn't you weren't you didn't like say hey you're going to break on the pitch or on the on contact you're going to hold right you're you're talking to them the whole time right yeah, they actually did a pitching change right before that so i was able to you talk had, to them yes yeah you had time to, to talk to them but what i thought was was most impressive is that he scores but um, the runner at second base doesn't let up the gas. He keeps going. And this is your strategy that you've used the whole tournament, whether in the regionals, state, regionals, and in World Series, is you've been aggressive, and it's paid off for you. Yeah. And also at that field, too, to, if, you, if you've ever been, the volunteer stadium is high. The field of play has got to be. It's odd. It's banked. So when that catcher has to go get that ball, they are going downhill to throw uphill. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, it's weird. Tough. And it was slippery. So it was and, it, and it was wet. And so we, he, it was a perfect read. He had, you know, high level ground. She had to go low ground, wet, take a knee. She couldn't get a good grip, and he took advantage of it. And it's a oh. big backside. It's, it's well, I'm sure during that pitching change when you were talking to the base runner at third I'm sure your base runner at second was probably standing right there listening to you talk to him about anticipating that play could be happening and then I'm sure when he heard that he was like well if he's going I'm going hard too and that was kind of already in his head I mean with two outs ground ball is short obviously guy at third goes you're sending the guy from second to go just in case it's a bad throw but with nobody out that is awesome yeah when we when I talked to Fergus who was at second base and I said you know he can't commit coming to third unless unless Summer commits to going home. So that's what he's watching. So, you know, many a times you see that kid from second start running to the third and, and the guy at third never left. And now they got him in a pickle there or whatever. So I said, you you know, you're commit, you commit once Jackson commits. And in a ground ball, I'm going to send him home anyway to make a play because even if he's thrown out, Fergus is going to get to third. The kid's going to get to first base. And then you're going to steal him to second anyway. You're going to have the same situation, second, third with one out. So you might as well make them make a play at home. If they fielded it, came through home and threw him out, then it is what it is. You know, you're going to be in the same spot with one out. That's kind of how we looked at it. And that's what no, I talked about. The good, it's good strategy. So you get to, you get to, the, uh, you get to the sixth inning. You got the lead now. Um, you get two outs. There's a runner advance. You get one run. They get one runner. One runner on right. Yes. Single. Yep. Yep. Single. And then uh, Cam, you've got to come in to uh, to to get this last out. <laughs> your first pitch out of your hand, you nail the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was a curveball. Maybe that just didn't curve for you. No, it was a changeup. And I when I throw my changeup, I think to myself that I have to have a really really loose grip. And I kind of just really didn't grip it at all and it just slipped out and just hit him. I don't, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> and, and if I could say something on that, we actually – I haven't watched the game yet, so I don't know what type of communication, but that was actually the wrong pitch that was – Cameron hasn't – like I said, he hasn't pitched in two months. And we knew he was ready. He's got really good velocity. He's got a really good slider. I really don't have him throw the change up much. Um, Not a huge need for it. Yeah. Especially, you know, with two outs and tying run on second base first pitch. So – when I gave the pitch for to my catcher for the slider, he called three thinking that like the last pitcher he had his slider was three. Well, Cameron's slider isn't three. Cameron's changeup's three. So it's just a communication because they haven't done that in forever. Right. So Cameron looked at me right away as soon as he hit the kid and he put, he looked at me with three fingers and said, no, 
Like, why did you have me throw that? And I was like, I didn't step and off. And all I heard is step off. And, but Coach Rick does have a rule. He can't shake his pitches yeah, off. Yeah, he can't shake my pitches off. So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, crazy. so that happened there. But then he came back with three, you know, great pitches. I think slider for a strike and then fastball, fastball, right? Then yeah, you, you seem to regroup there. rather quickly. I feel we have – two uh, for 12-year-old kids, above-average, high-level catchers. Yeah. When Cam or Ethan are back there, it allows Coach Rick to call a game that a lot of coaches can't call. Their aptitude and their ability. Catchers are – you have to be intelligent people and have a certain uh, skill set to do that. And we were able to do that at a high level, which I think gives us a huge separation yeah. from a lot of other teams in this tournament between Van Bell and Cam. So there you go, Zach. It sets up uh, the big matchup of the two undefeated teams on Wednesday. Michigan, the team from Michigan versus the team from Hawaii. So they hit the kid, and then they get, what, the last out? Okay. The strikeout? Yeah. yeah, it was a slider then uh, for looking, and then it was uh, a fastball on the outside for a outside corner for a strike, and then a swing and a miss, fastball yeah. straight. Beautiful. Way to go, Cam. Thank you. Well, this uh, this next matchup, Coach, I mean, you guys obviously are probably chomping at the bit to play again tomorrow, but uh, you'll you'll take the rest, I guess, and uh, hope the weather cooperates and and uh, no more no more delays, right? Right, no more delays would be great. We'll just get a uh, we we always think we got this grand plan that we're gonna sleep till like eight ten and then go do our breakfast at eight thirty, and somehow someone knocks about laundry or yeah a COVID test it's like 7 40 it's like come on these they call them sleep. uncles they just beat on your door <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach do you have any questions for the guys or for Cam at all um yeah I wanted to ask about like what you guys are doing to take in these moments I guess I mean it's it's got to be so hard to play the you know as a player to keep to keep focused but you also want to remember these moments as much as possible and as a coach you want to be there in the moment in the game trying to coach these kids up but at the same time it's like shoot we're up by one round about to close out this game like feel how cool this moment is right now is anything specific you guys are trying to do to be intentional to, to take it in uh, I know for myself it's 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 funny you say that I actually called I you know I called my wife today and I and I talked to my older boy and I said hey is there anything that like you guys want to see pictures of is there anything that you guys want to see that you don't have the ability to see the bullpen in the back you know the the tunnel underneath like the inside the dugout like is there parts of the grove that you guys want to see because like you said there's so much stuff going on whether it's game or not that like we're on a set schedule and we're going and we're going and yeah. I really don't have that moments to just well, I'm going to go walk over here and I'm going to take pictures and do this and do that and do this like with my son or if he wants to do it with his son. We don't really have that moments because, you know, it's just me and him and these 11 ballplayers, which is which is wonderful to be here with them and experience this with, as a team. But, yeah, there's there's things that, you know, can be missed or, you know, things that you we're not going to, you know, be able to that we got to stop and think. So I told my wife to start texting me. I told my son, older son to start texting me some things like, what do you want to see? Like, you want to, you know, anything cool that you guys want to, see you know where a picture of Cameron at or whatever it is anything that it is you know we're just you know cause and and we've learned to uh coach Rick and I I, I want to say to his credit and I hope somewhat to, our, to mine we try to avoid to let them be you know coaches kids yeah so we know we have nine other boys with us so it can't just be about uh Cam Gab Gab Cam like we make it 
Sometimes we make them eat less. Sometimes we make them take a trip. You know, like everybody's yeah. got to do their part. They can't be different. Um, we don't want it to be that way. So it's hard because these other nine don't have their parents for the last, since the 6th of August yeah. through today. So we right. have to, we got to tread lightly. These two guys are lucky. Not just because we're their dads, but we're with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the podcast is called Big League Dreaming. Of course, Ken, we got to ask you, you know, what, what are your big league dreams? I mean, we saw the comparisons on ESPN. I think Cody Bellinger, right, is that they're, comparing your swing and your makeup there at the plate and, and I, and I got to agree with the ESPN analyst. I mean, you put those pictures side by side and you're like, Whoa, Holy cow. I and mean, it's, I see that. And then your swing today was just beautiful. That, that home run was a, was a professional looking launch. Um, do you have aspirations of playing collegiately professionally? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, re I really want to play baseball, like uh, not specifically for any type of team. I just want to make it to the MLB or just get to a high level. Simple as that. <laughs> simple. Simple as that. It's a simple game, right? Right, Zach? I mean, you know this. It's a simple game. We just got to go out there and play and have fun, right? We say it every day. I say guys. it every day to my batters. Like, just be, just be simple. Like, stop trying to hit a 550-foot home run. Home runs just happen when you simple. swing just normal. They just yeah. It works that way, right? When you try to huck and try to throw harder, you don't seem to. When you try to hit further, you don't seem to. All right, quick. Uh, pitch and catch it. Pitch well, and catch it. Yeah. My, my dad and I are both extremely connected in the college baseball world and in Michigan specifically. So um, definitely use us as contacts in the future. When, when that time comes, we'll hook you up. For sure, man. Perfect. We'll also tag you guys in with uh, Corey Farner. There you go. There you go. Hey, um, real quick, um, scouting report on Hawaii. I mean, you probably had a chance to see them play a little bit. Uh, what's your strategy against them? I think you play them Wednesday at, what, 3 o'clock? Um, I think it's 7. 7 o'clock? Yeah, 7.30, I think. Oh, you got the primetime game. It has to be a primetime, uh, nighttime game. Well, I know I know they're they're fast. I know they put the bat on the ball. You know what I'm saying? I know I got that, they got that bigger kid that throws well. We, we're, uh, good, we're a good balance. Coach Rick calls a uh, – he's – him and I will sadly study a lot in the next two nights and yeah. uh, there will be a game plan and pitches will be thrown. And as he says, hit my spot. And if things work correctly, uh, the balance should be in our favor on keeping them from doing what they like to do. Hey, one last thing. Um, I know that uh, we, I asked you this before in the last podcast, Coach Rick or Coach Guido, either one of you guys. Um, Taylor's going crazy for you guys. Watch parties are going crazy. I saw that Dick Sporting Goods is selling the shirts like crazy. I mean, I'm going to jump in and I'll get to coach Rick. So I'm, I have a, a huge, like, so I, I'm a, I'm a Taylor kid, um, born, raised, never left. I now I'm the director, fortunate enough to be the director of parks and recreation and building and grounds in the city of Taylor. So very connected and ingrained there. And it is unbelievable the energy and pride that this is bringing to a community and the sense of ownership that all these people have and what we're doing and, and want to be a part of it. It is, it's electric. It's, it's phenomenal. Oh, it is without a doubt. It's it's just amazing to see the amount of people, like you said, in, in old friends and people yeah. and the connections and just so many people who are reaching out um, throughout the city and people are saying like, like people are actually texting me like this city is going absolutely crazy. <laughs> for you guys. They're saying everywhere you go, whether it's Kroger, whether it's McDonald's, whether it's whatever, people are calling me for jerseys to put in the restaurants like. It's it's big time and it, and it's awesome. It's 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 just a great experience. It's, it's it is it's unreal. Well, we it's hope that we hope yeah. it gets even bigger because it's yeah, only going to get yeah, bigger yeah. from here. Uh, 
Cam, anything else you want to add to, to your friends out there watching or listening uh, to or listening about, you know, what this experience has been like? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really good experience. I mean, I've always dreamed of being in the Little League World Series. And obviously, there's no international teams, but it's still a really good experience. I feel like it'd be the same even with the international teams. And from that perspective, um, the reality of it is you don't see international teams until the last game anyways. Um, I get it would have been eight, not 16, but it's still this, it, the, the side that we're playing, what we're doing is this is not easy. This is a very yeah. tough task. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are making it look easy by winning close games like today. So good luck to you on Wednesday. Uh, Cam, get some rest, man. You look like you've had a long day, my friend. Uh, get some rest. Uh, tell the team congratulations from the podcast and from everyone in Michigan and obviously fans in North Carolina as well and, and all over the country. Take care, guys. Hey, thanks, John. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you. You guys keep up the good work. Well, that was a lot of fun uh, getting a little glimpse of the Little League World Series, right, Zach? Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I didn't even look and see how the game ended. I just saw that they, the final score. So <laughs> I, I made a point to not look at how it went down so I could hear from them firsthand yeah. uh, how it unfolded. And I'm glad I made that decision because what a crazy game. It was a crazy game. I think you would have enjoyed it. Um, but I think the, the, the part of the fun part for, for me as a coach and you, you, can, you can understand why I'd be so excited, is there have been so many delays, right? And I'm like, I'm just going to text him and see what's going on, right? So Coach has been awesome. I mean, he, he's been contacting me, updating me, sending me photos. You know, I, I feel like Big League Dreaming, the podcast, is giving you a glimpse of what these teams go through because you don't hear about the stuff like this, right? Right. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know he has probably hundreds of text messages that he's getting all day long so really cool of him to be able to share all this additional time with us yeah so the big game will, will be against hawaii like he said prime time so i can't wait to watch that um they're a fun team to watch though i mean if you get a chance to watch it zach and anyone listening uh, get a chance to watch this team they're they're a good team to watch um they play they're fundamentally sound and you know cam cam has a great swing he really is a left-handed hitter so you'll like that um and he has a beautiful swing so we'll see what happens with his career yeah, did you say they play on Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. I'm working the ballgame Wednesday, but um, we'll, we'll put it up on the TV in the press box, so I'll be <laughs> able to watch you. both. There you go. All right, thanks, everyone, for joining us on Big League Dreaming, the podcast. We appreciate you tuning in uh, to all of our episodes. Ty, can you tell us where we can get more information? Hey, it's Ty from Big League Dreaming Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at BLDPod. That is at BLDPOD. And we're also on TikTok now as well. So give us a follow at Big League Dreaming. We'd love to connect with you.